Hello there and welcome to season two of the MedTime Stories podcast. My name is Ashwin Sharma. I'm Tom Thorne. And we're both final year medical students at the University of Birmingham. This podcast is about our life at medical school, what we get up to in and around the edges and what we're looking forward to about our future careers. Whatever platform you're listening to us on, please subscribe and leave us a rating. <laughs> so what are we talking about today, mate? Today we're talking about the SJT, aka the Situational Judgment Test uh, for foundation years, not not coming into med school yeah so I think that's a good a good point to start isn't it that actually you do one SJT to get into med school and then you almost do an SJT to get out of med school don't you Um, and your SJT to get into med school I'm sure for anyone who's listening who's uh, applying to medical school is uh, kind of like an abridged version of your SJT that you do when you leave medical school so you do your UCAT, what used to be our UK CAT when we did it, and it's a uh, a test which has uh, a number of questions on about ranking things as either appropriate or inappropriate, ranking the most appropriate thing, and then you get a band at the end, kind of band one through four, band one being the best and then band four being the worst. Um, and these are often used when selecting uh, candidates for applying to medical school. But what we're talking about is slightly different. So that's the situational judgment test, which forms part of your application when you leave medical school. And it forms 50% of your uh, score leaving medical school, along with the decile you get in. I'll let Ashwin explain a bit more. Yeah, so 50%. So like Tom said, it's worth 50% of our application. So in terms, in final year, you have to pick your deanery. So where you want to spend um, F1 and F2. And 50% of your application is your decile. So in what 10% are you in your medical school? So if your first decile, for example, you get 50 out of 50. And then if your 10th decile, you get 41. And so it goes uh, 42 would be 9th, uh, 43 would be 8th decile, etc, etc. And then the SJT, you get a score out of 50. And then afterwards, you combine those two scores and it makes a score out of 100. And so certain areas, like for example, London is the more competitive ones. And so you will require a higher score. Um, This is slightly different to what it was before. So before, I believe it was 43. Yeah, so I I think what we're going to do is we're going to have another episode fully expanding on these, talking about how it's all changed in the last few years. But we will be, I mean, and talking about deaneries as well. But essentially, they've taken out uh, points for uh, additional degrees. So for intercalation for both of us and also for publications, which effectively means that if you had an intercalation and and two publications beforehand, you'd be six points uh, ahead. I believe or yeah I, no sorry uh, five points ahead because I think it's four points for a PhD or master's level degree previously I mean I've not looked into it too much because it doesn't count for us and it's three points for um, an intercalation I might be wrong there but essentially you're you're four, you're five or six points better off than anyone else who's in first decile if you've got a couple of publications and an intercalation and essentially what this means is there's going to be less spread doesn't it yeah So compared to last year, we believe that there's going to be far less spread. Everyone's going to be more closely bunched. Yeah. So this is going to be the main factor, which is going to differentiate people. Wait, we're the first year. Are we the first year? We're the first year of this new style. So even though our friends who graduated, none of them would have kind of intercalated people who we joined medical school with. So they didn't care about the kind of the at least the intercalation thing publications mm. may have mattered mm. and that would have given them an extra couple of points but essentially the number of points that you've got to differentiate people now has gone down from 16 hasn't it or sorry 15 to now to nine yeah which is why you know they they have the averages um 
for the scores in for the particular deanery and i don't yeah. think they're like particularly helpful are they no i, I don't think they're helpful this for this year because they're 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 going to be completely different aren't they oh, yeah, they'll be higher won't they what do you mean the average score to get in a particular deanery will be a lot higher well uh, it will f- effectively be six points higher won't yeah, it this yeah. year because everyone gets an extra six points um, and they've done this on the basis of um, widening participation and argue that a lot of students who are are at um, medical school from widening participation backgrounds might not be able to intercalate. And I agree with this to an extent, but there are there are quite a, a number of funding opportunities. I mean, um, and I think that intercalations can often be supported depending on which university you go to. Um, but I think the main problem with it is that it was brought in halfway through the year. So I don't have the problem with about, about removing it on widening participation grounds. I think that's completely fine. But we've had no heads up on this. It was during my intercalation that it got removed. They suddenly went, yeah, we're doing this. And there was a kind of concerted campaign from a lot of the medical schools and from students to actually get it reinstated for our year graduating. And they just went, no, we're doing it anyway. So uh, there's been a bit of anger about that. Um, but I think that's an episode we've probably already covered. Isn't yeah, it? So yeah, yeah. let's move on to talking about the actual SJT. So um, if we're thinking about it, yeah, it's a, it's a test uh, essentially assessing how how well you can kind of cope with being an F1. So looking at your ability to deal with a number of situations. So uh, drug errors, kind of talking to patients, dealing with difficult colleagues or difficult patients, communicating with your colleagues, all these sorts of things. Um, And so you can actually take it at home. So at home, home uh, on your laptop, or you can take it in the driving test centre. Mm. So tell tell us a bit more about that, Ashwin. Yeah, so I, mean, I, don't, I, don't, I actually don't know too much about it. I, I know that you could do it at home or at a driving test centre. And in my mind, I was never going to do it at home because just for the... <laughs> I remember in fourth year for me, like my uh, exams were online from doing from home. Yeah. And I was so stressed. I was like, if my, exa- if my internet cuts out, then what happens? Well, it happened to me when I was intercalating and by chance there was routine maintenance on the wi-fi oh, on the one day i was going to be doing my presentation of my dissertation so what about no so i had to like run it off of my phone, phone on like oh. hotspot i was just so stressed though because it's like my last exam and i was like if, if, if yeah if it sets me down but no i completely agree if you're there trying to do your sjt which counts for 50 percent of your application and suddenly it goes down don't they just cancel your score or something like that yeah i have no, no idea <laughs> i don't want to think about it <laughs> that's one more thing to think about i don't want to think about Whereas it, it I, th- I think like also for me like if you go to a driving test center you're sort of in that a different environment as well which i don't associate with home i don't associate mm. home being an exam environment yeah and I, that's what i found tricky um that find that tricky um during exams in fourth year so i think i think it's nice being in a, in a driving test center i mean i wouldn't use the word nice but i think it gives you that <laughs> that set that work-life separation which is quite useful and i think it focuses your mind if you're in somewhere where you feel super super comfortable like your mm. your home it's a, it's a bit easy to just kind of relax and i think you i think you kind of need that that, that bit of stress to just sharpen you a bit do you know what i mean do you know what the good thing was though because like i always have to go to the toilet in long exams so in fourth year i could just go straight straight to the toilet come back i don't have to like ask some guy and t- them to follow me to the toilet um so that was the only thing but i think when you uh, have the pe- when you're at home they have online invigilators mm. so they'll be staring at you so i don't know what the situation is about going to the <laughs> toilet what can you do just you have to take the laptop in with you or something when you go to the loo let's hope not i mean neither of us are going to kind of expand on this too much because we're both doing it at driving test centers yeah. 
you're doing yours on the 10th the 10th thing like that and i'm doing mine on the 16th so they're quite close kind of maximum just a couple of weeks off um and yeah so we're, we're, we've got a few points we want to talk about and so one of the main ones is starting off the booking process yeah so, so for me i don't know what it was like for you actually but for me so the SGT you can book uh either in a block in december or a block in january and I, I think the consensus like the majority of students would like to do it in december because Definitely. they want their christmas to be free oh, yeah. whereas if you, people will say oh january you have more time but you still got it hanging over your head right i'd rather so, have a free christmas in my final year yeah so when the day of the booking day was my first day of my obs and gyne rotation and they didn't know that we had to book this exam so we told them and then they were like oh okay whenever it's out then we will just let you um, book the exam. Um, so that was fine. And then I, they didn't give us a time. I don't think they gave us a time as to when it was going to be released. I think they gave us an hour. So they said, it, I think it will be between 11 and 12. Was it, was it actually like between? I don't think it was between that time. I think it was. Or was it? Okay. I think it was, but it wasn't like at the start of the hour. It mm. was like 35, 40 minutes through. But from what I hear, everyone was getting them at slightly different times. Oh, right. Okay. So f- from what I hear... Okay, from- no, because I was in a room of like 50 people, 56 people, and um, I just kept refreshing. And then uh, I remember seeing it and I was just like, oh, it's out, it's out, it's out. And everyone, it was out for everyone else at the same time. Um, mm. And then you had to select um, the date you wanted. But before you even got to that stage, the whole system just crashed. Yeah. Uh, it crashed. It, it was horrendous. And then everyone was like, oh, it's down, it's down, it's down. <laughs> Um, and we were like, oh no, we need to keep rebooking. And then like, I actually hadn't thought about where I was going to do it. Um, but then in that moment, I was like, okay, if a lot of people are trying to book it in Birmingham, it might be smarter to book it closer to home because I don't have any med schools near me. So I thought it might be easier to get a date that I want. Um, and there's no stress um, on that because I do know some people who'd wanted to book it in December, but they've had to settle for January. Um, so I think it took uh, 10 minutes or so for me to get in. Um, and then once I got in, um, I selected the 10th of December because I wanted it fairly early. I think the 8th is the 7th or 8th is the first day that you can do it. Um, and I was already going home on the 10th of December anyway. Like I have like a family friends party thing to go to. So I thought, you know what, let me just do it in the morning and then I can get it out the way. So I booked it quite soon very soon actually and and i still remember we we were we had a house chat so you and our other housemate were still trying to book it whilst i'd already booked it and everyone else in this room um at my obs and gyne placement because they were all trying to book it in birmingham they was they were they were crashed it was still crashing they yeah. could not get in yeah. and i was just i was it was relief for me that i booked it for the 10th and then i remember the other house our other housemate booked it and I think you were the last one. Like you had not booked it for a while. I was, mate. I was so stressed. I was, I was in the library at placement. I didn't go into placement in the morning. I just sat in the library mm. in the morning. I took the stupid idea to look at Med Twitter and like look over, just search SJT on like Med Twitter. Yeah. I completely regret because there were like some people who'd managed to book it like, ten minutes before like mine had even opened. And mm. I was like, how is this possible? Mm. It wasn't like widening adjustments. People who got like a whole separate window. Yeah. I think what they did from from what I hear, I was saying beforehand from our co- one of my colleagues was that they. They opened the windows at slightly different times, depending on what university you went on, so that they wouldn't crash. So yeah. I think the reason why Birmingham particularly crashed is because everyone at Birmingham got released at the same time, and everyone decided to do it in Birmingham or the surrounding areas. Yeah. And so, actually, when I was um, when I was coming to book it, I I didn't want to go. I didn't want to go for Birmingham because I thought I thought oh everyone else will have this plan 
to to go in Birmingham and it will just be so busy. So mm. my thought was I'll book somewhere that isn't Birmingham but is mm. nearby. So it's mm. like Redditch out of my head being yeah. like, oh, it's my it's my secret weapon. Yeah. So I go and book Redditch, I get to like the last slot or like to a slot and I go to click check out okay and as I'm like I'm on the checkout page I'm there like trying to click submit order and I click submit order and it's like sorry this is already gone oh my god and it must have happened to me three or four times and then once I tried to book it in Brighton so at home home because I was just giving up and then and then it kicked me out again oh my word and I was there in the library. I was just like shouting in the library. I was so angry. And I got told to be quiet by some of the third years. Did you actually? I got told to be quiet by the third years. <laughs> so I was like, this is a joke. Yeah. <laughs> so this is a joke. The third years telling me to be quiet. Well, they're constantly shouting in the library. Low. Yeah, I know. I've reached a new low. And I was like, I'm sorry. I'm trying to book a exam. And there was someone else up there from my year. And they were like, oh, yeah, I've booked it. I'm like, yes. Yeah, Cheers. Yeah, thanks, thanks for that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not something you can help people from. And I remember you were like, you and our other housemate were like, let me log in for you from mm. our computer and like mm. we'll try and book it for you which is very kind of you but um i eventually managed to get it booked for the last day of term which for me i quite like because it gives me enough time to revise but it's before christmas and um it is um it is in worcester so it's just like placement for me mm. so i'm really used to the drive it's mm. not a new drive that i'm not doing mm. but it's just in a different part of worcester so it should be okay for me but i mean mine's at kind of early in the morning mm. so i just have to get up early but i'm, I'm a quite an early riser anyway yeah, but i think yeah. what i'll do is i'll shift my sleep pattern back a couple of hours oh, yeah, so yeah, that yeah. i'm up proper early so that by the time it Smart. hits the exam that i'm like mm. i'm firing on all cylinders yeah yeah, firing yeah. All cylinders. <laughs> so you know yeah. you got kicked out yeah was that's that? not okay. honestly i'm getting like <laughs> no like palpitations get, now was it the same date it. that you got were you always looking at the same date or i was looking at dates around like 14th 15th oh, 16th. Okay, fine, 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 yeah. So yeah, yeah you were fine with that yeah um and then i tried to book on the saturday on the 17th in the mm. morning uh before i booked it in worcester i booked it looked at the saturday the 17th in uh in redditch mm. and i got um i got booted out again nice yeah a lot and of boots do you know who got that space who my girlfriend. <laughs> so <laughs> I must have clearly been booted out at the time that she booked it. So yeah, that's brilliant. Um, yeah, but apparently now it's becoming quite easy to just rearrange it if you want to at the last minute. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know, yeah. I know people who have rearranged it. Yeah. So um, I think they just release more slots. They must release more slots. Yeah, I think they must do. Um, but it's just so much stress that when you're there, everyone's trying to book it exactly the same time. And it's not really very nice. They don't do it in a good way, mm. do they? Um so that I mean, was yeah the I mean, way they used to do it before covid mm. was everyone at a med school would do it on the same day and it's like when we used to do mcqs you'd all write it on paper and you you color in your boxes oh really yeah yeah you color in your boxes yeah and they put it through a multiple choice thing and then you get oh, your answer yeah i'd prefer that probably i would far prefer doing it in person everyone else does it on the same day yeah yeah, yeah rather than doing this online rubbish yeah, yeah? it's oh, ridiculous well. um but yeah, like we said, we've both picked before Christmas because we actually wanted to enjoy our holidays. Mm -hmm. And you're going away, aren't you, yeah. at the start of the holidays yeah. um, with your girlfriend. Yeah. So you wanted to have that kind of um, that time to go away. Where are you going? You announce? New Forest lovely. for a couple of days. That would be lovely. You've been multiple I, times, haven't you? Yeah, I mean, it's not too far away from Brighton. So I've been with my family quite a bit. Mm. And I, I did my, my silver DOV oh, nice. expedition there. No, it was lovely. We did it in the summer when I was I would have been about... 15 i think and it was just it was so nice it was about 
20 25 degrees the whole time yeah, i mean i don't think it'll be that but no, <laughs> no, no, no it's really cold at the moment but um that it was really nice to do it then and it was just like all of my mates from school and we we're a big group it was mm. like four of us i think mm. it was like seven of us so it, was, it was really nice yeah. um but yeah no, it's, it's a lovely part of uh the south so Coast. i'm just trying to get through this to get to that you yeah know? well you've got that nice reward at the yeah, end haven't yeah. you i mean i'm just looking forward to getting home and kind of seeing my family and mm. i mean i only i went back a couple of week uh, weekends ago but um it's the only time i've really seen my parents yeah. and i haven't seen my brother the whole term yeah, so it'd be oh, nice man. to see him when i go home yeah his second year at uni but, but yeah how are you feeling for the exam uh yeah i'm feeling all right we don't really um, talk about it much do we no i mean <laughs> i think we're going to talk about it quite a lot the weekend yeah, so yeah, yeah. we I think what we're going to do this weekend is kind of sit down and talk through mm. all the answers of mm. all the kind of the practice questions that they've got there. Mm. Um, because the only things you can really take as gospel are the ones, the papers that have been written. The official The papers. official papers, because they're the only ones where the explanations are as they will be in the actual test. Anything else, whether it be pass med, whether it be this Oxford, there's an Oxford handbook on it, I think. Um, they the, uh, the explanations are all going to be slightly different, aren't they? They yeah. won't be as per which means that when you're actually coming to think about it you might be um kind of putting two answers the wrong way around which you shouldn't be do you mm-hmm. know what i mean because mm-hmm. depending on those slight little the rationale nu- is different the sort of little nuances in the rationale mean that you might actually not do quite so well so I, we're gonna sit down aren't we and yeah. talk through all of them and be like I know it says this, but why does it say this? So we can kind of almost come up with a bit of an algorithmic way yeah. of thinking about it in our head because I know people have done that before and they've done quite well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, when I went to London uh, last yeah. week um, and I got there um, and as soon as I walked into um, the kitchen, there was a group of seven medics uh, just sitting around and going through one of the papers. Mm-hmm. And I just sat in, I was like a fly on the wall. And I was like, this is actually really, like, really good because they talk through, everyone's got a different reason for putting an answer, right? And so then you put your heads together and then you're like, oh, actually, this is why it's right. This is why it's not the other option. Yeah. And I found that quite useful. So I think it'll be, it'll be useful to do. I think we're going to spend the whole of Saturday doing that, aren't mm. we? Going through all three of the papers so yep. that we've got a bit of time to do that. Yeah. And I mean, I think we've mainly just been doing the past papers. Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I went to a few, I went to one like online webinar just to yeah. get an idea, and he said like just some people use uh, PassMed, some people use this, 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 but like the most sure thing is just to use the official things because yeah, the rationale is different, and you don't know who's creating the PassMed questions, and like they're not the UK FBO. Their reason for creating the PassMed questions is not because they want you to do well on the SGT. Mm. It's because they want to earn a bit of money mm. through doing writing questions, mm-hmm. and yes they will obviously all try and select the questions that are the best, but because it's one individual kind of justifying them, I, at least I think it is, mm. whereas the UK FBO ones are kind of moderated. Yeah. From my, When I've been reading through, it's like a number of people look over these questions before you do them. Um, yeah, and then, well, I mean, we've read through good medical practice, haven't we, as well, which yeah. I think is quite uh, useful. Yeah, Do you find it useful? A uh, little bit, so okay. we can kind of like small points here and there. I okay. mean, a lot of it is kind of quite similar to what I was already thinking, mm. but there's small mm. bits. And I was kind of looking through those other kind of uh, GMC official documents. Mm. I think there's a big one on confidentiality as well that I was having a look through, um, which is quite useful. Um, I mean, it, it's they, they say it's an exam that you can't revise for, but that you can prepare for, yeah, which I think I is fair enough because you can't really kind of... Um, revise the content because there's no content to really revise i guess the only stuff you could really talk about is things like the mental capacity act and about mm. capacity consent child safeguarding those kind of things just mm. getting those brief bits mm. in but a lot of it is kind of just just practicing the style of the questions and getting prepared for what stuff roughly might come up isn't it 
So it's preparing. It's not revising. It's not like if this comes up, it's this answer because mm. they're more general than that. And you were saying to me that single words can make quite a big difference. Mm-hmm. Can't they? Yeah, like if if they say something like inform or advise or tell, like can be more aggressive, for example. So I saw one yeah. where uh, where one of the answers said complain, mm. and I'd put it slightly higher. Mm. And then I was looking at the mark scheme, and it's like actually because it says complain. Mm you're not trying to actively seek a solution you're just having a go and so mm. because of that you're not dealing with the problem and so it becomes a lot lower and it's just subtle, subtle things like that so rather than saying explain about the problem it's mm. saying complain about the problem which puts it so much do you lower. know what though yeah there's there yeah. are some contradictions in the in this ukf because because some of them say assume all statements are said politely mm. and then you pick one statement and it was like this is not polite or like this is, is not said the right way well, like, you literally said the question is assume everything is said politely and so, one, of, one of the statements will be like uh um, do not shout at me I am here to help yeah. you I'm like, how do you say that in a polite way <laughs> it's the most passive aggressive yeah. thing I've ever heard yeah how, how are you feeling are you nervous uh, I am quite nervous I think I'll get more nervous as it arises mm. but I think that I think talking through it with you guys um, later on in the week is going to really kind of help me feel a lot more comfortable mm. on it um, I think it will be nice to to have that kind of alternative opinion i think for all of us mm-hmm. just to consider like where what how are you coming at that question even like technique being mm. like how do you answer a question like this because mm. then i think what we can do is we can sit down and come up with a set of rules yeah together which yeah. would be quite nice um but yeah no i'm ugh, like i said at the beginning or earlier on there's a there's a big percentage riding on it yeah and if anything i feel like it's we've both had this discussion haven't we and yeah, I, yeah I, I think it's ridiculous i think yeah, it's too it's high yeah. because I know I know it's a relevant part of med school, mm. but I think what would be better is them doing either making it count for a lower percentage or giving us tests every year on situational judgment so that we don't have one exam. No, no, I, don't, I wouldn't like that. No, but or if you have in all your clinical years, you have a situational judgment test every year. It's a bit shorter, so maybe an hour and it covers stuff that you're Does expected it still to- count for the 50 percent? Maybe it adds up to 50%, but it's smaller increments each time rather than one exam. Because if you have one bad day... Anything worse than doing three situational judgment tests. Yeah, but my point is if you have one bad day, yeah. then it can, it's like UCAT, isn't mm. it? If you have one bad day, it's, it's a lot riding on it. And I know that's what exams are meant to be like, but it's still... I don't think it's a fair reflection on your ability to judge situations. Mm. That you are effectively reducing someone's ability to judge situations over... Uh, a six-year period for us and a five-year period for a lot of other medics and or six for quite a lot of medics you're reducing it down to a two and a half hour test which mm. essentially boils down to a bunch of numbers mm. and i know there is no perfect solution to doing that mm. but i i, I think there, there there's probably something which is better which uh, is I at think... least having multiple over spread through different years mm. or spread through different terms because then it alleviates the pressure on one individual day i don't know because i don't know about that because I think there's so many inconsistencies throughout the paper itself. Throughout, they might say, okay, this is right. And then you apply that same rationale for another question. It's not. So I think if you do three of them with those, that would actually like, honestly, I'd get so confused. Yeah, I would not like that. I think what is better is, okay, like I know we talk about how you shouldn't be like very competitive and like passing medical in itself is a very big achievement. But I think there is something to be said about um, people who end up in higher deciles because they performed well and how on one in one exam that can all go to waste um because they've had a bad day on the sjt so i think the sjt should be a smaller should be weighted a lot smaller 
So I, I actually think it should be 75-25%. Um, to... I mean, that's still a huge percentage. That's still bigger than your first, almost your first and second year at university put together, isn't it? So that's still, it's still a large But then percentage. your deciles would be out of 75 and yeah. your SJT would be out of 25. Yeah, but I mean, you came you came to me with the point the other day, which I hadn't really thought about, about mm. why the SJT is kind of used. And you were talking about it's used to it's kind of... Theory. It's my theory, yeah. your, What's your theory then? Is that I think they probably do it for to make sure that not everyone from a certain decile i think or just to spread out everyone across the different deaneries because i think you can tell by the competition ratios that um where people want to go to more compared to where to people want to go to less so for mm. example london has a very high competition ratio yeah so i think this just affords more opportunity to those whose decile isn't maybe you know as high to score highly on this exam um and then go to london and i'm not saying you know no, they, they shouldn't be given the chance to go to london what i am saying is that i think it's unfair on someone who's worked hard for five years to achieve a certain decile and then mm. anything can happen on that day like you can go in with the wrong yeah. headspace you could something can be going on in your family and you you score low and then you don't get into or even, or even what's done is there isn't a situational judgment test, and situational judgment stations are brought into OSCEs. So whereby, in your clinical year OSCEs, you have a couple of stations mixed in there, mm. which are saying, "You are on the ward, and your colleague smells of alcohol. Please talk me through how you would like to deal with that situation." I, I think that's a good way. Because I think, then, I think that's a good way of doing. Because you incorporate that. You're into, dealing with a clinician yeah. Yeah. directly who's running your OSCE. You're able to talk through. You have multiple stations. So if you have one bad station, you've still got others that you could improve upon. Mm. I mean, there is some level of professionalism in OSCEs anyway. Mm. You present yourself appropriately. You introduce mm. yourself to the patient. These are aspects that are important in the situational judgment test. But having a, having a more kind of dedicated situational judgment test, so you're given the scenario, um, and then maybe there's an actor there who is your colleague. So you have to kind of talk to them about what you do. And potentially even in those stations, there's an external invigilator mm. and you'd need one external invigilator uh, from uh, whoever runs the situational judgment test. I think it's probably externally contracted, mm. isn't it, mm -hmm. by by the UKFBO, by a, a kind of a psychometric um, kind of test company, I believe. Yep. Um, and then what you could do is you're putting students in a, an a, a kind of atmosphere where they're having to do exams anyway, mm. and you're incorporating that in the exams. So there's not this pressure. Do you know the only thing? I think they'd have to standardise the scenarios across all med schools. Yes. Yeah, yeah, But I the only thing I, I think would it wouldn't work, why it wouldn't work is because in SJT, the mark scheme is the same, isn't it? So if you put a certain answer, you're either going to be right or wrong. Yeah. Whereas in an OSCE, you get that variability depending on who the examiner is and they might mark you a certain way. Compared yeah, to a, a, a numbers way of doing it is far more objective. Yeah, yeah I agree. And there's, there's, there's flaws to both the uh, way of doing it that they do at the moment mm. and there's flaws to the way that I mm. was talking about doing it. But I mean, it, it's finding that middle ground because I think, I mean, I'm of the opinion at the moment that it's not quite a middle ground. Mm. And I think that, I think especially with all the stuff that was brought out about like intercalations not counting, mm. it's made me feel more uneasy. Mm. Because if that was, if the intercalations publication thing was still included, I'd feel kind of a li little bit more comfortable. I'm like, I've got mm. a bit of a buffer there. So mm. in case I have a bad day yeah. on the SJT, mm. but I don't have that anymore. And so I'm a bit like, mm. do you know what else? Like, I I'm, I'm not that nervous for it. Um, I don't know. I, I just don't feel like it's an exam. Do you know, I don't get that same feeling as an exam. But I think what the, the worrying thing about the SJT is, is that 
usually in exams actually i don't say usually but i can't in an sjt correlate um, the amount of time revised and effort to marks do you know what i mean yeah. so it's, it's not like if you if you put in way more effort than someone and you, you revise a lot more and you're um you are going to get a way higher mark in sjt it, it's it's not like that is it so that mm-hmm. that's what creates a slight unease for me is that if no matter how much revision i do i'm not guaranteed to do at least get a certain mark does that yeah. make sense yeah it, it's a fair point um but yeah i think i could tell you get worried about this conversation yeah. i think maybe it's a, good, it's a good point to end the episode because i mean i think what we've done is we've talked about the sgt we've yeah. kind of explained it we've ended up more confused in a more complete <laughs> position haven't we by the nice end. But, uh, but no um it, i think it's been interesting because we've spoken through about kind of the whole booking process how or even at the start we've spoken through about how it's different to entering med school versus this is like a almost like a leaving I I, do you know I can't remember what the SJT was entering med school oh, I like what sort of scenarios yeah. you would have you had like the kind of ranking ones where it's like but it would was, it be like when you were a doctor was it that sort of thing or was it like at med school I think it was like at med school oh, okay, I, think, I think so yeah because um, oh you're not God. really asked to put yourself too many levels above where you actually yeah, are yeah, yeah yeah whereas we're asked to put ourselves as F1 in the actual SJT aren't we yes yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, we talked through about the differences versus the other SGT that we did. We've kind of spoken through about the booking process and about kind of how we're preparing and then more kind of broadly about kind of what we believe are the kind of the positives and also the kind of um, the negatives yeah. of the SGT yeah. and kind of it's very objective. But actually, I think there's quite a lot riding on that one day and also the percentage is quite high. Yeah, yeah thanks very much for listening once again. And uh, we'll speak soon. Uh, If you want to subscribe to us, uh, feel free on whatever podcast platform you're listening to. And please also give us a like as well. We really appreciate that. Thank you very much for listening. Please leave us a like, give us a rating and subscribe on whatever podcast platform you use. We'll speak soon.